Psycho Madhouse Morning Show now streaming over on Rumble and YouTube Monday through Friday at 8.15. What's up, everyone? How you guys and gals doing? Welcome to the show, Motorcycle Madhouse time, baby. China Dow coming in later on in the show. And don't forget to www.MotorcycleMadhouse.com. Listen to that rock and metal 24-7 Today, we're going to continue coverage here of what happened in Georgia and some things that really, really confuse me is why in the world would they arrest anybody from the outcast? This was self-defense on the part of the outcast. Very sorry for the loss of... Uh, members of the outcasts, any life, uh, you know, sad state of affairs. But this was self-defense in my eyes. And there's a couple uh, parts of the story that we're going to be covering. Uh, an actual lady of one of the members that was killed was uh, given an interview, really shocked, really disappointed. And uh, also there's news that... One of the emergency workers actually rolled over uh, some of the dead bodies, and it seems like it was all chaos going on down there. Now, they are uh, classifying this as a mass shooting. There was over 150 rounds fired. This, And, and you know what? This is why I say... It's self-defense on the part of the outcasts. But let's go to this video and check out the actual press conference from the cops. Two different motorcycle clubs. The Outcast Motorcycle Club and the Thug Riders Motorcycle Club. It's our belief that this incident stemmed from an incident that recently occurred in Florida involving the Outcast and the Thug Riders came to Augusta in retaliation to that incident. A total of 12 suspects were detained and subsequently charged with murder and weapon possession to include three who are still receiving treatment in the hospital. Four of the suspects were members of the Outcast Motorcycle Club and eight were members of Thug Riders. 13 motorcycles were confiscated, one vehicle, Ten firearms were recovered from either inside the clubhouse or of the vehicles or at nearby businesses where the suspect had tossed them while they were fleeing. Over 150 shell casings were recovered at the scene. While still processing the scene later that evening and securing search warrants and attempting to interview witnesses and suspects, we received actionable information that regional affiliates of the motorcycle groups were mobilizing and possibly traveling to Augusta for retaliation. We initiated our threat assessment response protocols and notified our law enforcement partners in South Carolina and Georgia, as well as notifying our local hospital security agency of the potential threat. I contacted and briefed Mayor Garnett Johnson on the incident and advised him of the potential threat. 
And that was the press conference right there. That's just some of the parts of the press conference. It was like 33 minutes long. And again, now they are classifying this as a mass shooting where I say it's self-defense for the outcasts. The outcasts were at their place and they came up on them. It's just my personal opinion, the way I'm reading into the story. Uh, you all might have a different opinion, but it's self-defense for me. Uh, let's see here. Uh, out of the Augusta Chronicle, let's take a look at this one here. And this has to do with, no, I don't want to subscribe now, man. What the hell? You're ruining uh, my, my mojo here. Damn thing. Now I got to freaking take off the ad blocker. You know what? These people. Anyway, here we go. Former girlfriend recalls life a man killed in motorcycle gang gunfight. We're going to go to that one. And oh my God. Anyway, two men were fatally shot during a mass shooting in Augusta over the weekend, and a friend of one of them is speaking out about his life. Goes on to say, are you serious? How? What happened? A surprise Kelly Miller Hall, the ex-girlfriend of Jermaine Farrell, asked in a message to the Chronicle following his death, and... There is Jermaine right there. Uh, he's 51 of Daytona Beach, Florida. And he was described as a hard worker. A hard worker. A lot of club members are hard workers. Anyway, Richmond County Sheriff Richard Roundtree said the alleged retaliation, that's what they're calling it, is a retaliation shooting afternoon involving Two motorcycle gangs, of course, they're going to throw that in there. The Outcast Motorcycle Club based in Augusta and an out-of-town motorcycle club called the Thug Rider. They said it right here, out-of-town motorcycle club. They came to the Outcast Clubhouse. They fired Outcast Return Fire. That is self-defense. This is a no-brainer to me. He said the retaliation was in response to a previous incident between the groups in Florida, and he declined to give any further details on what happened. I don't really know what happened in Florida. And it goes on to say, let's see here, Keith Coates, 30 of Valdosta, Georgia, and Farrell, 51 of Daytona Beach, were killed, and four others were injured during the shooting near Old Town and Sandbar Ferry Road. And it goes on to say more than 100 empty shell casings were found in that. And it goes on to say Hald hadn't heard about the out-of-town shooting until media requests came rolling in. And she goes on to say, so senseless. He's from the St. Louis area. He was always hardworking, starting many businesses over the years, seemingly trying to make legitimate money in life for himself. And he even wrote his own book. Uh, go check this out. It's on Amazon. The book titled The IRS is Not the Big Bad Wolf was published in 2017. And again, it's on Amazon. And it, then it goes into uh, his social media accounts and stuff like that. Now, this is the next story we're going to cover here. The sheriff on uh, Monday confirmed unofficial reports 
of a first responder hitting the body of Coates or Farrell with his vehicle said the fire personnel was clearing the emergency uh, vehicles so they can get in and he did not see the body and struck it. Sad state of affairs right there. That from uh, one of the ex-girlfriends going to Yahoo now. Emergency worker runs over the body after a huge gunfight at Biker Club. At least, you know, the, the Telegraph said Biker Club. And then it said uh, accused members of the group, Stug Riders and Outcast, started shooting at the Outcast Motorcycle Clubhouse in Augusta just before 7 when emergency riders re or emergency responders arrived, they found two people dead. Jermaine Farrell, 51 of Daytona, Keith Coates, uh, 30 of Valdosta, and four people had been shot at least once and taken to the hospital. And then it goes on about an official with the fire department who was on the scene, ran over one of the dead bodies. And I guess uh, they keep on going of... They said he described the scene as a uh, shooting as a scene of carnage and said that when he arrived there were shell casings as far as you can see. So that's why I don't understand why anybody from the outcasts were arrested when they were just acting in self-defense. I don't understand. I wasn't there. I'm just giving it. This is an opinion from myself on reading all these news stories. And I think it needs to be said because they have all these people that were charged and some of them were members of the outcasts as far as I know. So it is like a little, what the hell are you doing charging them when it was a self-defense type of situation? I'm sure a lot more is going to be coming out on this story. And again, our uh, thoughts and prayers go out th to those that uh, lost their life in this incident. And uh, man... Sad state of affairs. We're going to go to the second half of the show right now with China Dow coming up.
get my way So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make Yo, I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave Six feet deep, wonder, but my body won't decay Cause my messages are coming Welcome, it's Taco Tuesday. I got a taco over here sitting and dancing in the corner right now. She looks awesome with that hat, I think. You know, if anybody knows me, I bitch about her hair all the time because I hate it. But she kind of looks cool today, China doll, don't you? Oh, you wouldn't want to see it without the hat on, I'm just saying. Uh, I I really don't like seeing it without the hat on, honestly, here. Uh, it's not spiky today, it's flat. I hate spikes. I do. It, Dude, it don't please, go with you. Please explain to me why you hate my spiky hair so much. I just hate it. It's not you. If anybody's seen a picture of you before, you would say, you know um, what? Hollywood's freaking right. I'm man. almost 50 years old. My hair is short. I'm not growing it long. I don't care, but at least you can go with a different hairstyle than spikes. They suck. Uh, anyway, Gosh. what is up out there today? Nice weather here. Thinking about taking a ride later on after a nap. Man, these, this four o'clock in the morning shit's getting to me, man. I had a headache last night. Maybe it's because I looked at you. Uh, but uh, anyway, we got coming up. Uh, what is the cycle of poverty? And we had a pretty good uh, discussion in members only uh, yesterday about that. But we're going to actually talk about the cycle. And uh, later on on the Beat Can podcast, this Sunday, we're going to be talking about does your environment actually have anything to do with how you turn out? What do you think? Do you think it does? My environment? Yeah. Like how I was raised? Yeah. If that was a fact, I'd have lots of money. Well, that's true. You didn't marry me. Uh, anyway, looks like uh, Miller Lite has now stepped into the shit. What a lot of people don't understand is this commercial was actually made a month before Bud Light got into bed with the transvestite and transgender, whatever, man. I'm like 80s, 90s. I'm sorry. It is what it is with me. Wow. But anyway, they went woke a month before. Now, Miller Light has been uh, getting some. Uh, Good sales since Bud Light uh, boycott. Now they're saying to boycott Miller Light, and I have to agree, even though I used to like that beer. But check this commercial out. Here's a little known fact: women were among the very first to brew beer ever. From Mesopotamia to the Middle Ages to Colonial America, women were the ones doing the brewing. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Wow. Look at this shit. Wild. It's time beer made it up to women. So today, Miller Lite is on a mission to clean up not just their shit, but the whole beer industry's shit. Miller Lite has been scouring the internet for all this shit and buying it back so that they can turn it into good shit for women brewers. Literally, good shit. How, you ask? Ladies, take it away. First, we turn the bad shit into compost. Then we feed compost to worms. Push out beautiful fertilizer. That good shit helps farmers grow quality hops. Which is then donated to women brewers to make their own really good shit. But there's definitely more shit out there. 
in your attic, in the garage, in your parents' basement. Send any shit you got into Miller Lite, and they'll turn that into good shit, too. Oh. So here's to women, because without us, there would be no beer. What do you think about that? What the fuck did I they just They actually <laughs> made that commercial. What did I just watch? That was dumb. Now, let me understand this. They're, women now, I guess the woke crowd at Miller Lite, and by the way, all the executives deleted their Likudin profiles and their Twitter po- profiles because they're scared <laughs> to death that this is going to turn into a boycott. What is that commercial is unbelievable. What do you think sells beer? Hot women. Would you want a beer by watching this uh, commercial? No. I don't even like beer, so I'm okay. Okay, put that out of the, you put know. You, you, of, will you stop using you as an example? Yeah, you you then used to you drink asking? beer. You used to drink beer, so oh shut God, up Oh my God, when now. I was like 21. Okay, you were 21, you I drank beer. 49. Would you drink beer by what this commercial said? No. Or do you want to see a hot ass freaking broad? Come on, be honest. Uh, if you're a man, you want to see a hot ass broad. Well, personally, um, I like Budweiser's commercials with Clydesdales and the freaking frogs on a log. Yeah, but they went, you know, they went woke, so they're done. And I personally never really paid much attention to Miller Lite commercials. <laughs> but you have, you know, see, that's where you're a dingbat. We're trying to talk about a subject here where a company goes woke. Now, let's put beer out of uh, the equation. Would you buy any type of product with a commercial like that? No, I wouldn't. And why is that? Because commercials suck. They don't make me buy products. I don't know why people insist that they're going to buy a product by watching a commercial. Well, at the same time, do you think this one goes a little too overboard? I think it's retarded. It's about empowering women. I mean, I see women as being empowered anyways, so I don't care. Well, not nowadays, you know, because now uh, if they were empowered, why the hell do you got guys dressing up with like a bunch of women? Because they're jealousy of their empowerment. I guess, you know, with the (laughs) Nike, they're putting bras on guys now. I, You know what? I actually feel sorry for you women, but you know what? I think you deserve it. I do, because you women are not standing up. And shouting at the, you know, the highest part of your lungs to stop. So it's women's fault that men dress up as women. No, that these companies are doing this and it's being allowed. What happened to I am woman, hear me roar? Because we're tired of all the bullshit. So if you're tired of it, then why the hell don't stand up? To a commercial like this. Did you notice they put compost in there? That's a shout out to the environmentals. Out there. Yeah I saw that. So you got a completely woke. Corporation. And it does suck. Because if you come to Milwaukee. You can uh, tour the Miller plant. They got the best beer at the end of the line. It's fresh. But you got companies trying to tell us. What is supposed to be right. And that's why I go back and say I can't understand why women aren't yelling right now. Aren't saying, you know what? We've already been through hell, through history of the world. 
And now all of a sudden you got men dressing like women and you're all over them. So men is winning anyway. Yes or no? How are men winning? Because no matter what you women do, now you have a man that dresses up as a woman. You guys just can't get away from the men thing. Okay, that And I do feel very sorry for women that this is happening to them. And mainly because no, I got, yeah, I do. Because no, I got don't. four, I got four grandbabies that are girls. And this oh. is the shit that they're going to have to face. Okay, so you feel bad for the grandbabies, but you don't feel bad for, like, women my age. I I was saying I do. No, you don't. You know what? Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Because you guys are being wiped out of existence by, you know, these transvestites. Wow. Why should they get a $50 million freaking endorsement deal? Why? Why should a man do that because he's dressing up as a girl? A woman should get that $50 million. But here in this commercial, they're saying, well, we got to clean that image up. That ain't right. I don't believe it's right at all that that's happening. I think men women. need to just stay in their own damn lane. Well, that's what I'm saying this whole time. Now you're getting me aggravated. I'm getting salty. Why are you getting salty? I'm not the one who put that on there. I didn't even see the commercial till just now. I'd be salty too. That's what happened. What that's what happens when people don't speak up. They get salty, but nothing gets done. Women everywhere should be boycotting Bud Light and Miller Light. Switch the fireball. That's your drink. That's <laughs> my drink of choice. I think women should be steamrolling this. They're the ones that are getting messed with. Get out there and show your voices. Write these companies. Don't pick up a Budweiser. Uh, Anheuser-Busch products is basically doomed now. And the reason it is, is if a guy walks into a bar, and you can uh, back me up on this, and if they order a Bud Light, everybody's going to look at him like he's a queer. Oh, there's a question for me. Am I right or wrong? I don't know. You don't think if somebody walks into that bar that's a man, they're not going to get picked on for ordering a Bud Light? I'm when I was at the bar the last time, people were ordering Bud Lights and Bush Light and Coors Light and Miller Light because they were all a dollar a can. Well, they're a dollar a can because they can't sell the damn things anymore. So nobody... Nobody said anything. No, they just served it up. You go into a biker bar, you're probably getting your ass kicked for uh, ordering a Bud Light. What was the question to you? These are the biker. I have a question for China. Would you rather live in the 50s lifestyle, cook, clean, stay home, or this weirdo crap that's currently going on? And be honest. Um, I, I'm not the cook, clean, stay home kind of person. But he's talking more <laughs> of a traditional uh, style for a woman than now. 
I, I like going to work, dude. Okay, you, you're not getting the point. No, what's the point? Explain it to my dumb blonde ass. Did you have men dressing up as women in the 50s? For all we know, they probably were, and they just weren't out of the closet. Do you think it should be back in the closet? I think it should stay behind closed doors. There you go is what he's asking. And I've said that a million times. Uh, Steve, China Doll, you don't cook. Uh, she does decent, but, uh, you know, she's a I, motherfucker with, uh, she can cook them microwave oven ones. I haven't been making microwave food for quite some time. Try again, buddy. <laughs> oh, wait, you make nachos for dinner. <laughs> Ask Hollywood what he eats for breakfast every freaking morning, seven days a week. I'm a steak guy. He is a pork steak. With a six egg vegetable omelet every morning. <laughs> every freaking morning after the show. So, yeah, I cook every morning. Now, for dinner, when I get she home, she has from the work, kind of season stuff, though. You know, my kids season. What, what the hell do I need to season? I haven't seasoned your food for weeks because you use so much ketchup or barbecue sauce, you wouldn't even know if it was seasoned. Well, there's a reason for it then. Er, there's a reason for no question. season. <laughs> Uh, but I think a lot of women would prefer to have traditional stuff now after all this woke trash. I, I bet it's hard for women. The so is what, this what? a conversation that happens at your work or anything? No, <laughs> no. So not. people ain't upset by this kind of stuff. No, people don't really pay attention. They don't care. People are back to buying Bud Light again. So they're buying Bud Light. Yeah, I sold about 12, 12 uh, 15 packs in four cases yesterday. Well, they're fairies then. They went back to it. They don't care. And see, that's how it's people like that that let the system beat them because they're sheep. Instead of having convictions... They say, oh, no, you know, whatever, it's over. No, that's not how it's supposed to work. You're not supposed, you know, everybody out there bitches and complains about rich people and how much money they're making. Okay, when you finally have a chance to make a stand against them, you crap out in the middle of a boycott. Well, that seems to be the way things roll. And it's unfortunate if you ask me. <laughs> what? Sunshine. I don't mind uh, having gay men for a friend. At least he doesn't want to sleep with me. Damn right. <laughs> well, see, even Sunshine understands. Women uh, can't be friends with. You can't be close friends with a man. Because all a man wants to do is pop your ass. At least another woman out there understands it. That's probably why you like gay guys, don't you? You like gay besties. I don't have any anymore. They all left. They all left? Yeah. Oh, sad. Well, the DJ quit the job. <laughs> well, he quit, but I can't believe that a, a, a biker bar hired him. Yeah, but that was just for one weekend. Oh, one weekend, is he back over there now or no? No, he ain't coming back to the, the bar I go to. He told the owner. No, I'm talking about it. the biker bar. No, that was just a one weekend thing. You think them grizzly old bikers scared him? 
I doubt it because if you've seen the yuppies that hang out at this bar that was supposed to be a biker bar, it is so not a biker bar anymore. These rubs were ruined everything for us. It was a nice biker bar. Not anymore. See, I like the old corner freaking hiding away rough and tough biker bars. I don't like these new school ones. <laughs> these new school ones that aren't even biker bars. No, you know, they out there and ride their $50,000 bikes and, you know, whatever happened to, well, you pull up a bar and you had a raggedy tag chopper out there. Those are the ones I like. You know, you get in there, get your exercise, you knock the hell out of somebody, but not no more. I didn't like that around They're here. all PC now. They all very PC. Uh, uh, that sucks. Good luck finding that. Yeah. You can't even find them in Chicago anymore. It's so sad. You know, the hole in the wall bars is the ones I love. The ones that you pull up to and there's like a shit ton of bikes outside. Yeah. Well, you'll it, find a few of those, but more towards more in Wisconsin. Well, yeah, this is true. This and is just true. not around here. So let, let, let's talk about and get away with uh, from this subject. Yeah, please. Uh, Irish or Amish. Yeah, you call them Irish. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> when your girl has a system with the dick, there is always a chance he'll go straight for a period of time. DTA, don't trust anyone. Do you think they got a good scam going on, though? What's that? Seriously, you think the transvestites have a good scam? Why do you keep calling them transvestites? Okay, when did That's, that word go out of that style? That word's been out of style for like a long time. It is transgenders now. Whatever. Do you think they got a good, good scam going? Well, yeah, look how they're doing in sports. No, I'm talking about, hey, you know, they got a pecker. They dress up as a woman. They get to go to women's bathrooms. And they don't get arrested for it. But if one of us walks in a men's bathroom, it's wrong. That's what I mean. They got a good scam going on. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Yeah, you are just saying. Just saying. You were very much just saying. <laughs> and see, you know what bugs me now? What? You're even getting pissed off at me for using the words that used to be what we say you even said it what you used to say that word the only time i ever used transvestite was watching uh what was it rocky horror picture show because that's the word that was used back when that movie came out so now it's not all right to say no now it's transgender so basically what has happened is you're conforming to what they're telling you to i'm not conforming to anything yeah but you get I upset use... with me saying it that's conforming. That's just like a, a lot of words I use that are normal to me, you get upset with. Like what? That one in particular. <laughs> or Tinkerbell. I don't care if you say that one. So why that one in particular? You've got a lot of terminology that pisses me off, but I deal with it on a day-to-day -day basis. Why does it piss you off when it's something you said too? But now because these people say it's wrong, you don't say it? It has nothing to do with these people or those people or those people. It's because it's the right word to use. Oh. It's just like you call, 
you call them little people the wrong terminology. What, a midget? They like being called little people. I don't care what they like being called. They're a midget. So how is that wrong? You used to say it all the time. Yeah. But now you went woke. Oh, I went woke. So now I got to conform to that. That ain't ever going to happen. And that's what the problem with people is. They don't know how to speak up. They don't know how to say, you know what? Screw what your ideology is. I've used this for the past 40 years. That's just like, so you know. Because I have a personal preference of the terminology that I use. Uh, I, I went woke. Yeah, because you know what? That's not what you used to do. Seriously. Don't even. See, that's what happens when you debate somebody to get pissed at the facts. Dude, I get... Mm. The fact is, before this little people show that you watch, you used to call them midgets. It. I don't watch a little people show. Oh, it. you used to watch that. What was that, on TLC or some shit? No, I didn't. I don't know, man. I don't know. And Amish, yes, you did. Yes, I did what? So basically, you're conforming to everything and you don't know it then. That's basically what they're saying. Uh, let's see here. Sunshine, there is a huge difference between gay, transgender, transvestite, and drag queens. Just saying. They're all the same to me. They all put wings on and stuff. And I think, you know what? And I have to be honest here. Even in the biker scene, you're coming PC pricks. What happened to being rebellious? What happened to living the life the way you wanted to live? What happened to being a dirtbag? I don't know. You live that very well. I do. I'm a dirtbag 100%, and I'm proud of it. Very proud of it. Hell, you, you got so-called bikers sitting there. Oh, you got a Confederate flag on your vest, or you got a Swazi on your vest. Man, shut up, stupid. I don't got that beautiful uh, Harley Owners Group uh, thing on my vest. Idiots. Not saying, you know, it's best. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to our main uh, story Why here. Why don't we go through some news? Yeah, let's go. Let's do some news. You know, China Dow loves the news. Yes, I do. She is the news girl. What kind of screwed up uh, stuff are we today? A Virginia comp a Virginia couple was company you were saying couple couple was slammed online after a video of the pair of them licking ice cream containers at a local Walmart store and then oh, putting I them seen back that. went viral. I seen that. I wish I had that video. Nah, you, good luck because it was been uh, now deleted from the social media. Of course, it was deleted <laughs> because. They didn't want the uh, people to see who was doing it. It don't fit their narrative. Uh, it was two black people. Of course, they don't want to show that. So these two people, Taquan and Asia, opened up tubs of blueberry or, or blue bunny soft vanilla ice cream and licked the top of it 
and put it back in the freezer, which called cost Walmart a fortune by having to remove all the Blue Bunny ice cream out of their freezer. Blue Bunny? Yeah, that's like super good ice cream. That's actually uh, thanks, uh, Irish. You're not a you're not a dirtbag. The world changed, and you stayed the same. Did you just thank say, you? Did you just say Irish again? Yeah, Irish prepper. Oh, okay. Just making sure you're not calling Amish Irish again. No, Irish. <laughs> no. <laughs> and yeah. I think he is one thousand percent right. The world's changed, but I stayed the same. And it offends me that you get offended by the stuff I say when that's the same stuff I've been saying for the last 30 years. But do you like, what is it called? Blue Bonnet? Blue Bunny ice cream. It is very good. See, I won't touch except, Ben and Jerry's. Except I, I only like their mint chocolate chip. Well, you're you're big on that. You're big on mint uh, chocolate chip. It's my favorite ice cream. You know, when I eat ice cream, I like all the ice cream in there, and I switch it up until it's like really, it's like a, a McDonald's ice cream sundae. You soup it. Yeah. What's it called? You you melt it so it's like all soupy and gross. Well, so? That's nasty. I know Danny Pilo likes ice cream. I seen his TikTok. He was eating an ice cream. Oh, did I miss one? Yeah, you did. Uh, I'm going to have to get caught up. <laughs> Go ahead. So, anywho, supposedly the, the guy, Tijan, or whatever the hell his name is, was planning on going back to purchase the ice cream that they licked. And by the time they got there, they noticed that the people from Walmart were already removing all the Blue Bunny ice cream out of the freezer. Oh, so he was acting like he was going to buy it now. After he licked it. That stupid ass. Mm -hmm. So that's nasty. It is. It, it is nasty, but they removed the video so because it didn't fit their narrative. And I think today I, I, I'm kind of upset here. I am. Today I'm upset. Why are you upset? Because all these corporations pu pushing this woke crap on us. And people backing down. But I think I'm very upset at the biker uh, community right now. The biker scene for turning woke. And that hit home. It did. It hit home. Where, ah, uh, the world's changed, but I stayed the same way. And people take offense to that. Now, 30 years ago, the same ones that are taking offense would have been sitting there laughing right aside me. Right along with me. True story. True story. So consumers already contending with the squeeze in their bank accounts due to inflation squeeze. now are facing more pressure at businesses as they introduce new tipping features at self-checkout machines. Do you think it's a, I think it, in the next 15, 20 years, I don't know if it's going to be a good thing. It's already started happening at Walmart. The self-checkouts. Do you think they're going to put cashiers out of business? Well, usually at our Walmart, there's like only two cashiers and the rest is self-checkout. Yeah. You know and what? She honest, ain't lying. She to, ain't lying. And to be honest with you, I prefer doing self-checkout, but I'm, you know, hoping that my uh, 
tax paperwork shows up in the mail for bagging my own shit. Yeah, you should be getting paid for that. Yeah, ringing myself out. Automation's going to kill a lot of jobs. It's going to it's just going to whack it out. But I don't think they'll ever be able to go fully automated. You know, you've had Apple and Amazon try that and they got stolen blind. Now in a perfect society maybe. But you're right. Walmart only has two cashiers now. They do. Ours does. And if, they if you're lucky. Well, that's just like at Sam's Club. I freaked out. There's no checkout, people. Well, there. Uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, I pay for it on the app. <laughs> and then we stand under a light as it scans And, and it scans cart. the cart. I'm <laughs> like, holy shit, where have I been? I don't know, but I ain't going back to that store. Why? I don't like it. It's a waste of money. It ain't a waste of money. You're able to get freaking big time uh, stuff. Come on. It's a waste of money. But wasn't that weird? It was. You know, you could do that at Walmart, too. What, pay on the app? Yeah. And where's the thing you walk under? There isn't a thing you walk under. You pay on the app, and then you just drive up and pick it up outside. You don't even have to shop. Man, everything's getting technological for me. So companies including airports, bakeries, coffee shops, and sports stadiums now have introduced the self self-serve tipping option where customers can leave tips including the typical 20 percent despite facing minimal or no interaction with an employee sorry if i don't have an employee i ain't leaving shit you know what's fun it's actually kind of scary you know hooters is one of my favorite wet restaurants because i get to see a lot of ass now what if they were replaced with androids that would suck. You'd still check it out. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would, you nasty. I like all kinds of natural stuff, man. I don't like this stuff that some of the freaks in our audience listen to. You would check it and out. And watch. You would check it out. No, I wouldn't, man. Yeah, I would. love my freaking Hooters girls. You know what I should do is go buy you a Hooters outfit. I have the, sh I have the shirt. You got the shirt? Now we got a, the orange have, ones? I don't have the white shirt, though. I got a black shirt. You, The shorts that they wear are reminiscent of the 80s gym shorts. The PE shorts we used to wear. Remember that? Yeah. We didn't have cool shorts like the freaking basketball shirts, man. We had the freaking ones that right up your ass. Yeah, we did. And I think we've all worn them. And I think some people should stop wearing them because they're still wearing them today. So they need to stop. <laughs> uh, wait till the dollar goes bye-bye. Well, they're already trying to do it where they're going to get rid of uh, actual money. Just wait. You're going to have a chip in your hand. Okay. That ain't happening. That's the mark of the beast. Okay. Well, guess who's in charge of that one? Elon Musk. Yeah, he wanted to do uh, brain implants or something with that. Thing. No, he wanted to do a chip in your hand, and he's actually done it. Not me. That's the mark of the beast. So, nope, 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 nope. So nope. Kentucky's having some fun right now. A middle school teacher. You know what's funny? What? About Kentucky. What? Before I came on air, I because I, I like watching Appalachian uh, stories. He actually reads it out with pictures and shit like that. Oh, picture book just for you. Yes, just for me. Uh, -huh. uh anyway, I was uh listening into that. It's funny that you bring up Kentucky. Why? Do, I don't know if people uh know where the term hillbilly came from. Well, actually, 
a lot of Scottish and Irish immigrants came to the Appalachian uh, Valley and they came from Scotland. And back in the late 1600s, there was a battle between two kings. One was William and the other one, I forget his name. But every, you know, William was a Protestant, the other was a Catholic, and the people in the hills supported William. So they came up with the term hillbilly uh, boys, and then they just uh, shortened it to hillbillies. Okay, that was entertaining. That's a lesson. That's a history lesson here. Okay. A middle school teacher in Kentucky has been suspended after allegedly allowing a student to dress up as the Grand Wizard of the KKK as part of a history <laughs> lesson. <laughs> what? It was a history lesson. <laughs> Ouch. You ma imagine a little uh, little guy over there dressing up as a KKK wizard. <laughs> <laughs> so Patrick Richardson confirmed this week that he had suspended the teacher who has not. Why? It was a history lesson. <laughs> and is now in an under investigation by the Kentucky Educational Professional Standards Board. <laughs> The teacher gave the <laughs> I don't know why I find this funny. I do. The teacher gave the students the assignment of dressing up as a famous historical figure and approved one of the students' requests to dress as the KKK. You know one thing about the Triple K I never understood? So I guess Nathan Bedford Forrest, which is the first Grand Yeah, Wizard, Nathan Bedford. Well, I guess that's who he dressed up as. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Is I'd be embarrassed as shit as wear a freaking uh, sheet on me. What the hell was the Triple K thinking, man? You know, they don't do it as much anymore. They dress more militant type of stuff. But come on, a bed sheet? <laughs> what, did they just decide one day to grab a bed sheet and put two holes in it or something? Pretty much. Freaking morons. So the teacher did make a statement uh, to to the, the gentleman that uh, suspended her and said, so would you have suspended me if somebody came as Charles Manson or Hitler? <laughs> or what Duke just said, <laughs> what happened to freedom of expression, but it would have been fine if he was to dress like RuPaul. Do they got a point? Yeah, but RuPaul is not a person in history. This is a history lesson. Well... Right. That's why she brought up Charles Manson or Hitler. <laughs> oh. Did the kid get in trouble? No. I hope not. No. He didn't do nothing but you to see who's at home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's sit our kid to uh, you know, school in a grand wizard uh, outfit. <laughs> you know what's even funnier is that they had one. <laughs> <laughs> just saying kind of entertaining you know i remember them shirts that we had back in the day the, they were black and they had the ku klux klan on the fr uh, front mm. that said the original boys from the hood no I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no sorry don't remember that <laughs> i was you know i was on the other side of the tracks so i don't remember that <laughs> sorry Missed out on that. 
Oh my God! Only China Dow would find this kind of shit. <laughs> only China Dow would find this kind of stuff. <laughs> Unbelievable. Why? What else you got in the news besides a kid dressing up as a freaking grand wizard? <laughs> uh, nothing really except for Ron DeSantis. I don't want to hear about Ron DeSantis. Then I'm good to go. Let's talk about this lovely main topic. By the way, thir uh, tomorrow we're going to be talking about how gun violence has uh, affected black communities. And Thursday, I'm going to be able to, uh, you know, try to define to you why sex is never free going to be a very interesting conversation there. I'll probably piss her off even more than I did today. Probably. <laughs> so let's talk I, uh, about what <laughs> is the cycle of poverty? The cycle of poverty. And does it actually exist? The cycle of poverty begins when a child is born into a poor family. These families often have limited or no resources to create opportunities to advance themselves, which leaves them stuck in a poverty trap. All right, let's stop right there. What's that mean to you? What does that mean? Does it mean that just because you're born into poverty means you're going to be poor the rest of your life? In my opinion, no. That's what they're intending, but that's not what it means to me. Because you can always better yourself. And you can. So why is it so hard for people to understand they can change their trajectory in life? I think everybody can totally change the way of their life. But does it come down to the fact that, because we have to understand, kids are like sponges. Well, just like the next line, it specifically states that children are dependent on their parents and therefore can't pull themselves out of poverty because of their young age and lack of resources. Well, yeah, as a youngster. As a youngster, but as you grow older and become an adult, adult you can totally change your path i agree 1000 percent on this and i don't think i i think cha well changing your path is a choice mm -hmm. if you choose to follow in your family's footsteps then that's your choice and if you choose to better yourself then choose that path so what we're seeing on the West and South Side Chicago and the New York ghettos and uh, LA ghettos they're choosing to be that way and it just continues generation after generation. Yeah. Because everybody has an opportunity in life to better themselves. Everybody has the opportunity of uh, an education, of getting jobs, of doing something to get out of that shit. So what basically what Rich just said was it's always easier to go with the flow. And I think that's a big important statement right there. It is easier just to continue the cycle than it is to break the cycle. And then you have to ask yourself, what's that say about our educational system here in the United States, where in most of them schools, they'll just keep passing people grade by grade by grade when they can't even read and write. Well, that's just like, what about the schools that uh, pass football players and they suck in school, but because they have 
such good football. They're so awesome at football. They're the quarterback or whatever. Let's just push them through, even though. They Do you have, think that's right or wrong, though? I think it's wrong. Even if they, you know, because a lot of them use I think basketball I, and football to get out of the hood. Okay, I get that. But at the same time, you want to better yourself. I get it. You want to be a professional football player, professional basketball player, professional baseball player. But you should get your education at the same time. And I think they should be punished in school just like everyone else. If they don't qualify and they can't pass a class, they shouldn't be able to play in the next game. Annette, don't ever tell your kids they are poor. We were dirt poor, but my parents never let us know and bettered themselves a bit. I think that should be every job of a parent is to make sure their kids do better than they do in life. Well, isn't that what the goal in life is? To always have your kids do better than you. Mm -hmm. But she has a good point there where you know, she was you dirt poor, but the parents didn't let them know that you never you when when you're a parent you don't sit there and discuss your financial problems and all that stuff in front of your children you just don't and when you go to the store like my kids growing up they didn't even care if we went to the dollar store and they got stuff at the dollar store they mm. didn't care because they're kids they were happy to get their little dollar store toy right they didn't care I remember the one year just for fun, we decided our daughter was, what, two, three years old? I spent $54 at the dollar store. Got her 54 toys. Just that to was fun. Just to have a crap ton. Yeah, it all broke. But it was the point that she had a blast because she's like, Santa really likes me. Look at all the presents because I wrapped each and every one individually. That <laughs> yeah, was a fun one. So, I mean, it was all in fun. She didn't care. They don't care. You just don't talk about financial stuff in front of the kids. Well, I think that growing up poor makes them grow up fast. And I think that's where a lot of problems start in their adulthood is they never had a childhood. I think that's a lot of problems with a lot of different situations, though. Like what? That's like, okay, like if uh, a parent, like a, let's say a family divorces and... You know, you have a son and the son decides, well, now since the family, you know, my parents are divorced, now I got to be the man of the house. And he's like 12. Oh, so freaking true. How many times has that happened? That that child takes it upon themselves to decide that they are now the man of the house because their dad no longer lives there. Or vice versa. A 12-year-old girl decides, well, mom doesn't live here anymore. Now I got to be the mom and I got to do the cleaning and the cooking. It happens all the time. It's not just based on that they're poor. You know what really bugs the hell out of me is when you hear about it or you see it on TV where the kids have to be the parent because the parents are drunk or something and they're always out there protecting the parent and doing what a parent should do well that happens a lot of times there's a lot of a lot of family situations where one or the other parent is addicted to drugs or addicted to you know alcohol or whatever 
and they the, they decide they could be five, six, seven years old, and they decide that oh great now mommy's passed out or daddy's passed or they pick out. up pick them up off the floor or they're That's cleaning disgusting. up or they're cleaning up after their puke or whatever, and they're the parent because the parents are too effed up to be the parent, and that happens. It doesn't matter what financial obligations or what statute you are in the blue collar, white collar. It doesn't even matter. Rich, poor, it doesn't matter. And I can blame that on society because the morality of society went down the damn hill. And it basically started in the 60s, moved into the 70s, and on with the big crack problem that happened in this country in the 80s. We lost our morality. And I agree with uh, Richard. Participation trophies have destroyed our youth. I agree with you 100% because, and, and, and I've coached kids in sports. I've coached soccer for numerous years. And I think that kids have to understand the difference. Yes, you got, you got to have fun. But you got to under, understand the difference between winning and losing. Because that's life. Because that's what life is going to bring you. And I'm not saying kids are winners, kids are losers, because that's not the where it's going with that. But they have to learn how to succeed and how to fail. Because if you don't learn how to fail and, and accept failure, you're not going to be able to get through life. Oh, no. So giving all the kids a trophy at the end of the season is stupid. Uh, Commander Bell, my father was a drug addict. I had to be the provider of the family as a teenager. Uh, Jason and the courts still won't take the kids away from uh, the mother when stuff like that happens. And he's damn right on that. That's true. And I hate to say it's true because I think it's pathetic. I think if the father can raise the child better than the mother, the father should have the kids. Mm -hmm. And just cause I'm a woman don't mean shit. If the woman cannot properly raise a child or children and the father can, the father deserves every right to have that responsibility. But that's just not logical. And, it, it's and not unfortunately, happening. and unfortunately, that's not where it goes. It always goes to the mother. And I hate that for the for I hate it. Because that's you know what? The government's good at screwing itself up, ain't it? The government just sucks big time. Mm -hmm. They want to get in. See, once you let the government in your personal life, you're screwed. That's just like if you get to, into the DCFS system or you get into the correction system. They always have control over you. It's like the minute, and, and I'm sorry, ladies, but it's usually the ladies that do it. The minute you go apply for public aid, you have officially invited the government into your life. Yeah, because they want everything out of you. Because guess what? Whether you live with the father or you don't live with the father, all of a sudden child support's going to be a thing. And instead of working things out, I get it. Everybody needs a helping hand at a time. I 100% get it. Trust me, I get it. We've all probably been there, done that. But at the same time... Right there, you're just opening the door for the government to invade your life. They want to get, they want to give you a rectal exam, the government, when you apply for that stuff. <laughs> you're gross. <laughs> they do. They want to get up your ass so far. It's unreal. That's why I don't understand people that make a living at it even do it. 
Who wants a freaking broad up your ass like that? And it's not in a good way. Well, and I will say that a lot of times, and I, I remember them talking about it. I don't know. Some states might be doing it. I don't know if they are, but some places were talking about drug testing people for for. Don't you think that's aid. right, though? I don't. I don't know. Come on, there's. We talked about it yesterday. There's people in Section Eight that has Mercedes Benz. Yeah, and three hundred dollar gym shoes. And they can't pay twenty five dollars a month for their their side, but they go out there and get screwed up. Yeah, it's insane. So, what do you think? You think they should be drug tested? Well, I think. Uh... I personally think that if they're taking advantage of the system, uh, well, if you're going to get drug tested for work, I don't see why it would be an issue getting drug tested for food stamps. But did you notice that all these leftist communists come out and cry and whine about that? You know what else they like to cry and whine about? Uh, here's something else that I hate when it comes to food stamps and public aid. The people that are on the public aid and they go and sell their food stamps. Remember when they used to do that when it was actually stamps? When it was actually stamps. Now they're selling off their link cards. Yeah, they sell off the link cards for next to nothing. It's like they get $400 on their link card. Hey, I'll sell you my link card for like $200. Uh, the, and you know what? We're just the ones that pay the, for that. Just because they want the money. They don't want to use the food stamps because you're limited on what you can buy on it. Oh, then now they're putting the limits on it? Well, as far as, like, you can't get toilet paper, diapers, tampons, like, hygiene Well, you products. shouldn't have to because it's food stamps. Right, but I'm just saying, like, in a lot of, lo lot of local grocery stores won't let you get, you know, like, pre-cooked food, like the, like, rotisserie chickens and, like, that kind of stuff, the hot foods. Mm. I know we have people come into the gas station to use their link card, and they can't use it for coffee. But they can buy a Red Bull. But they can buy a freaking Red Bull or a Monster, but they can't get coffee. Uh, let's see here. Duke says, no drug testing. What I do in my private life is none of your business. The problem with that is when you go on food stamps, it's no longer your private life. Mm -mm. We're paying that bill. The public is paying the bill. For you to be on food stamps. And Steve, you're right. You can't buy dope or meth with an EBT. Uh, it's true. They want the Yeah, money. you can actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. You sell them your card. Yeah. You, you, can you, get, you can get all the drugs you want. Yeah. But what do you think of that? Do you think it's their private life when they're living off of the public? When you're living off the state, your life is no longer private. Because other people are paying for it. Exactly. Taxpayers are paying for your bills. That's just like when these kids go out and have babies. Most of the time, we're paying for it. So why shouldn't the public have a right to know if you're doing drugs? I think they do. I think they have every right. And I think that will piss I a lot of people <laughs> off, but it's just true. I mean, I don't know if the states are doing it, but it was in discussion here in Illinois for quite some time, but they have yet to do it, but I know it was in discussion. Well, they've yet to do it because you got a bunch of lunatics on the left that say, well, that's not fair. Yes, it is fair if I'm paying for it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have, you know what, I'm paying for your food, but you're over there, you're 
smoking on a pipe, but I got to pay for you because you don't want to go better yourself. Or, you know, instead of buying your kids, you know, some mac and cheese, you're getting yourself Monsters or Red Bull. Uh-huh. I personally don't think energy drinks should be allowed to be purchased on food stamps, but that's just me. And see, uh, Duke just put up, uh, it's a slippery slope. We should still protect the freedom of privacy. And I'm going to argue they gave up the freedom of privacy when they had to go to a public and had to have me pay for it. <laughs> Jason's in my home. He, he lives in my, he's like in my hometown. Uh -huh. And he's sitting around here over the years. He's actually seen people use food stamps and cards for child support to purchase drugs around the area. Yeah, right. that doesn't surprise me. Well, like I said, you'll be able to get anything you want if you have that card. Hell, you'd probably make your own drug habit go, yeah, I get $400 a month on food stamps. I don't care if my kids get fed as long as I get $400 worth of drugs each month. So. It's that kind of stuff that you have to worry about because now it's supposed to be helping the kids, but you're over here supporting your drug habit off of that card. You know, I think that's where an extra burden has to be placed on that stuff. Well, and if you got to keep in mind, when you go to the public aid system, I mean, it's like they're, they're there to help you, not for you to survive off of for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to give you a, a head, a starting, like a go, a go point where you can start to better yourself. It's supposed to help you, not aid you for the rest of your life. And that's the thing right there, aid you. It's not, it's supposed, not to be supposed to be a permanent thing. It's not supposed to be a reason for you not to get a job. You're damn straight on that one. Damn straight. And like Mike just said, accountability. And I don't think there's any accountability in the system. No. I mean, if you want to, uh, uh, to better yourself and to get out of poverty, you just got to do what you got to do to get through. Mm -hmm. You got to persevere. You got to, you know, if you see you need to get a better education to get a better job, then that's what you got to do. You got to do everything in your power. There are places that can help you to get better education. There are places that can help you get a better job. Well, look what Commander just put. He used to work in a supermarket. He's seen a mother buy groceries with food stamps. Father came back with groceries and got his money back. He bought booze a few weeks later. We caught him stealing food. So that's how they scammed off that card. Yeah, because you can just return everything. Isn't it supposed to go back on the card in Illinois, or how does that work? Mm -mm, no, they you can't, get the cash. They can't reimburse the card. It gets it gets cash. Oh my gosh! See, that's something that has to be fixed, if you ask me. Oh man! Oh man! And. I agree with that last comment. It's supposed to be a yep, hand. It's supposed to be a hand up and not a hand out. Exactly. It's supposed to help you to better yourself. And if you're in those times, I mean, I'm sure everybody's been in shitty situations where you've had to hit the food pantry or something like that. I. Everybody's got to do it once in a while. Mm -hmm. It happens, especially nowadays with the way groceries are so expensive. So you got to do what you got to do to make sure you're fed and your kids are fed. Very well, China, though. Very well Our said. Our cigarettes are prepackaged food. No.
<laughs> Can't get cigarettes on food stamps. Anyway, we're going to go to the members only uh, section of the show. We're going to be talking about key facts about America and guns, baby. Us Americans love our guns. If you're not a member, you to join over on YouTube or Spotify to get the exclusive content. Get involved. Don't forget uh, MotorcycleMadhouse.com. Listen to uh, all your rock and heavy metal 24-7. We'll see you tomorrow for Hump Day, baby. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content Monday through Friday at 9.20 a.m. Central Standard Time. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. Introducing the all-new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. 24-7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rock and metal, baby. And here's an added bonus. You can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com. And bookmark the radio station and get down with the king of biker radio. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode.